Business Renegades, hosted by my friend Maria Kreider, is brought to you by the Podcast Her Network, the audio destination for ambitious women. Business Renegades is a no-holds-barred journey into building a flourishing business with your digital course as the spearhead of your growing empire. Join Maria as she dives into what it truly takes to grow your influence, wealth, and happiness using a digital course. If you like strategy-filled podcasts like The Motivated CEO, then this podcast is for you. Listen to Business Renegades wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Traw, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today's guest is Kelly Sinclair, and we are talking all things visibility because this is a mistake I see time and time again working with clients is that we're so excited for the launch that we forget about the pre-launch process. And there's really a strategy that needs to back that process. So super excited to dive in. Kelly, welcome into the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. I'm so excited about your rebrand as a brand strategist. I'm like, woo, go you. And especially like how you just went for it as soon as you came up with the idea in your mind, you just executed because I'm a big fan of taking action. And I know that that is one of the things we really align with. So I'm really excited for this conversation. Oh my gosh, me too. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do and who you serve. Yes. So I am a Alberta girl, girl mom of two um, up in the cold, wintry, snowy <laughs> Rockies at the moment. And I'm a visibility coach and I'm a brand strategist. And it's really interesting because my background is actually in public relations. So I got a degree in PR in communications. And so to me, what that really means is understanding like a communication process where and that applies to marketing and it applies to so many things because we need to understand you know who are we talking to what are we going to say and how are we going to reach those people with that message in the most effective way and then there's always just a goal associated with it right like are you trying to sell something are you trying to build awareness about your topic yourself an issue something you care about a mission any of those things and so that's where like the branding and the marketing and the PR really all come together. And I call that the visibility trifecta, which is why I'm like jumping into this new label of visibility coach, because I think that it's really important to be able to promote yourself. And it's also one of the hardest things to do as a business owner, because A, we're very we're very we're sometimes shy, a little bit afraid of like sounding salesy and putting ourselves out there, but it's actually one of the number one things that you need to do as a business owner. Yeah, absolutely. It's top of funnel, literally. In order to get to the point where you can sell, where you can put those offers out, you need to have massive visibility. And that's what the pre-launch strategy is all about. It's getting visible 
to the right people. Because if you're just putting yourself out there to everyone, you're confusing people and people don't know that you're the obvious solution for the problem that you have. So I would love to dive into, okay, why is a pre-launch strategy so essential to a successful launch? Yes. So let's just define this because I think there's probably many definitions and maybe your listeners are thinking one thing when they're thinking about launching. And, you know, we could be talking about launching a brand new business or we could be talking about launching a specific offer within that business, um, either of those things or a rebrand launch where we're having to like shift the way that people we want people to see us. So Thinking about like the timeline and when that actually happens, it basically means we're going to turn up the volume and like scream really loud about the thing that we are talking about during the launch, the offer, the new business, the, the new program, whatever it is. But coming from cold and into that is kind of like standing at the top of the mountain and just yelling out into the like air <laughs> waves. But if you actually spend some time doing pre-launch strategies, meaning building intentional audiences and your message around a specific topic that's related to the thing that you ultimately want to launch, or even more simply put, that is about positioning you as the expert in a particular subject area, like getting yourself built up as a, an expert and somebody that people look to and come to and think of about whatever X topic is, you as a coach, you as a nutritionist, you as a phys uh, personal trainer, or you're, you sell journals or whatever it is that you do. Um, we want to talk about that beforehand, and it takes time to build up that brand awareness. I love that, especially the last part there. It takes time. And I think that's the part that really gets frustrating, that feels like an uphill battle because we're living in an on-demand culture, an on-demand society where we can order something offline and have it at our house that day or the next day. It's absolutely crazy. So we're not taking the time to really dive into these pre-launch strategies and then wondering why everything's flopping. So can you take us through a little bit of what that pre-launch strategy looks like? Obviously, this is going to be like super zoomed out because pre-launch strategies are something that's really individualized, that you really need to have that massive clarity on as a business owner in order to get visibility in the right places. But could you give us a general overview of a few steps that could get us started? Yes. So first of all, I love that you said like, um, it, it takes time for brand awareness. And as a business owner, we have to identify that we're going to have a different process than other people. And stepping into that, I love this as a brand strategist, it's really important to know that what's going to work for you is going to be different than what works for other people. And while it can be great to look to others for examples and for strategies, sometimes it can be frustrating when we try and put our brand into their box. So that is why I came up with what I like to call the visibility tour method. And yes, totally inspired by Taylor Swift because artists go on tour, you know, people, authors go on tour. We go on tour when we have a thing to talk about, right? Or when we want to draw attention to one particular thing. So the idea of doing a visibility tour is like thinking about the 60 to maybe 30 to 60 to 90 days before you want to like move into an actual intentional sales period 
in your business and you want to bring awareness to the topic. You want to showcase your expertise, help point out the different like pain points that your audience might be experiencing, really get on the same page as them, have them see things and have aha moments with you as part of a really designed conversation that you're taking over the, this period of time. So visibility tour means picking a particular subject area, like the topic of what do you want to talk about? Like what flag do you want to wave for the next two months, say, that's going to help get you into the position you want to be in as a brand, as the expert that you want to be seen as. Okay. It's really about that positioning. And I think as business owners, we get nervous to really pin down that one thing, but yeah. getting clear on that one thing is really what helps us position ourselves as the go-to authority, correct? Oh, absolutely. And yes, it is the biggest resistance that we tend to have is like, I don't want to be just one thing or just for one person. And this doesn't mean that you are choosing that. It means that you're just choosing to focus on that. So if you can shift a little bit in terms of your own marketing mindset, that we're just focusing on one area to allow conversations to start happening for people to be interested in engaging with us, because we need human beings, we need people to have customers ultimately to be able to actually serve the missions that we have, we need those people. So we need to speak directly to them because when we speak too broadly, we're not hitting anyone like going wider. Um, Marie Forleo says, when you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. And it is so true because the more specific you can be about a, uh, an example situation, somebody's gone through something, somebody tried to fix the problem that they have, something that would showcase the actual reason behind the problem that they didn't even know was the cause of the problem that they had. All of these things really help people to go, oh yes, like she is speaking my language. This is exactly what I need. I didn't even know I needed it, but I do now. And I know that because you showed me this way of thinking, I now trust you and want to explore what it looks like to get support from you with this problem that I now am aware of thanks to you. I'm interrupting this episode to share a free online networking opportunity for female entrepreneurs. Join me for Coffee Talk every Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs leveling up and stepping into the role of the CEO of their business. Details can be found in the show notes. I would love to see you there. Yes, yes. And it feels so counterintuitive to do it. I know because I've been there. I've yeah. been there, but when you really narrow down on that one thing and you begin to repeat yourself over and over and over, yes, you will feel like a broken record, but in this noisy world, nobody's paying as much attention to what we're saying as we are. Nobody yeah. is paying attention. So you have to be a broken record. You have to switch that mindset from that scarcity mindset of, oh my gosh, well, if I just become known for one thing, there's only a certain number of clients I can ever achieve. No, I found the inverse to be true. Have you? Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it just opens up opportunities um, to expand and to then get even more aware of the people that you do have to allow them to like, tell their friends more, like you can just see your audience more specifically. So those are like the first two pieces of the visibility tour, having a clear message and having a clear audience 
And then you want to actually try a variety of different visibility strategies and actions as part of this tour. Because if you just focused on every single day for 60 days, I'm going to show up on Instagram, that's not going to have the same effect as when you can broaden your visibility actions. And what I love is I've actually defined this as like external facing actions, which means that somebody else knows it happened which means it's something like once upon a time, I saw a friend of mine who was on my podcast had done a presentation inside of Amy's group. So I thought, hey, that looks awesome. Let me check out Amy. Let me send Amy a message. Let me see if Amy wants to do a podcast swap. And that happened behind the scenes. That is a visibility action that helps me get in front of another audience, helps Amy get in front of my audience. It's a win-win for everybody. So thinking about some things outside of the sort of traditional marketing, and this is where that like PR piece comes in, where we're talking about relationship building and collaborations and thinking about mutually beneficial opportunities and audiences that cross over, because especially if you are newer to business and you're thinking of launching a business, well, who already has an audience that's similar to what you think would be a right good fit for you, that you could support, that you could come in with that angle and say, here's how I could add value to what you are already doing because this is awesome what you're doing. Yes. And I really think we undervalue collaboration as entrepreneurs, especially when you can link arms with those that you used to view as your competition and realize, no, that right there is a gold mine because they understand exactly what you're going through and your audiences are aligned. Just because you sell something and they sell the same thing, that's okay. Collaboration has literally grown my business by leaps and bounds. I mean, even something like a podcast swap, like you said, we're both serving each other's audiences. We're both bringing our own unique perspectives and values. And sometimes it's the same thing, just said in a slightly different way that can be the game changer for someone. And I love too how you're talking about, you know, it's just a matter of trying things from a different angle. Shift that lens a little bit. Business is nothing more than an experiment. It's like when we were in science class, you know, you test, guess, revise. Same thing in business. Track your numbers, track the data, and then that's what's going to lead you to figure out, okay, this was a really great opportunity. This really helped me versus, like you said, I'm only going to focus on showing up on Instagram for 60 days straight. Okay, well, that's fine, but what's your conversion rate with that? How are you getting those people off of someone else's platform and onto a list that you own or into your world so that you can build those relationships, so that you can nurture those that are already in your world? A lot of times it's not about more, it's about getting in front of the right people, the right people by collaborating. So I love your take on that. Yeah, absolutely. So thinking of mixing up your visibility actions to create essentially your own visibility plan that's customized to you because you go, oh, I actually really like doing collaborations or I love speaking on podcasts 
or I would love to try and get featured in the media, or it would be awesome to speak in a real live room with people, or I'm really good at like, I want to be part of these, like I have a digital product. I want to be part of bundles. And that's something I would have to highly suggest because it's a really great way to grow your email list. But as you suggested there, all of it has to be captured. So this is the one key piece that we're not doing visibility for the sake of visibility. Like, wow, look at my name on all these things that I was part of. But if you don't have a way to actually bring people into a world that you can like nurture that relationship, i.e. email marketing, then it's kind of for naught. So setting up the lead magnet is definitely part of this process and having a way to like bring people into that space that you get to own and manage is a very important part. And then as you also said, measuring what worked. So we can go back and evaluate that that we had this one experience and it led to X results and I'm definitely gonna do that again. And I'll give you an example because this whole tour method was born out of my own experiment. And I decided the summer passed that I was going to commit to taking an action like this every single day. Like, because it was summer and I was like, not really working as much because my kids were home and you know, I wanted to spend time in the sunshine. So. I thought if I can make sure I focus on something and I know these things are gonna take less than 10 minutes to do, but they feel a little bit more uncomfortable sometimes because there's always someone else involved. You are literally putting yourself out there. So uh, one of the things that happened in that time was that my podcast turned six months old, Entrepreneur School, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna share about this. I'm going to do a pitch to the local media to talk about the, the podcast and just to celebrate the fact that it was six months old and. It was really valuable to entrepreneurs. We have a lot of entrepreneurs in our community. And that set a ball rolling that was so amazing because not only did I get a lot of media coverage, a half page in a newspaper with a front page mention with two online articles and a radio segment for a whole day, which is worth like tens of thousands of dollars really, just as a result of taking that step it bumped up my podcast in the ratings and then other people saw it. And then I started getting pitched guests that had really no business being on my show. <laughs> and it all just kind of grew on each other. So the truth is action creates momentum and results. And they all happen when you start moving and you start putting these pieces in place for yourself and your business and you do it consistently. Yes, and it all starts with pushing yourself, stretching yourself out of that comfort zone. Because you could have, could have very easily been like, you know what, no, I'm gonna be humble, I'm not gonna share, but no, that's a big accomplishment. So let's shout it from the rooftops because maybe then you can get in front of someone that needs you, that they can borrow the belief from you because you have the solution to what they need. You can provide that ability for them to have the transformation they desire to get the results they want. But we have to be willing to stretch and get uncomfortable to make the ask. And I am a firm believer in that, you know, if we're not asking, if we're not actually stretching ourselves and asking, the answer is always going to be no. Like, what's the worst case scenario? If somebody tells you no, okay, like, is that really that bad? I've learned that no is just Next opportunity, let's just move on. It means nothing about me. It's nothing about my work worth. But I think it's because of that fear, that internal fear of rejection. Yeah. What do you think? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like you're, you're totally speaking my language because the truth is if you don't ask, the answer is no, like you're not even giving it a chance for it to be yes. Right. And I've, I've made some big asks that have turned into no's and I've made some big asks that have turned into yeses, which have blown me away. And if I hadn't taken the chance, right, nothing would have happened. And so if you actually look at it objectively and evaluate that if I don't ask for this, I will not get it. If I do ask for this, I might not get it, but I also might get it. You're already kind of 50% better off. Yes. What is the worst that could happen? Well, let's be honest you're not going to die. Like this is not a life-threatening injury situation. This is just your pride and your courage that you need to put yourself out there and make that big request. Because when you can see results that happen from that, it's going to fuel you with so much energy that it builds on itself and it creates this amazing momentum. And so when you do it day after day, all of a sudden, 60 days from now, you're putting yourself out there in ways that you just never even thought of. You never thought possible. You never thought you would ever reach out to the media or ask for that speaking engagement or apply for that opportunity. You wouldn't have even done it if you hadn't started somewhere else. Oh my gosh. That is so, so true. I love all of this. Kelly, you are like the queen of visibility. How can we get into your world, learn more about you, learn more about your method? Where can we find you? Yes. So everything that I was just explaining is part of my program, The Visibility Revolution. We walk you through all of those visibility actions and all of the pieces to actually capture and ensure that you have a system in place for the, the growth in your visibility that's going to come from taking the action. So I call it like if a digital course and a challenge had a baby, it would be TVR. So that is um, one of the best ways to do it. I also have a free guide, the ultimate visibility toolkit that will help you out with some of those strategies. And you can come find me at the Entrepreneur School Podcast and over on Instagram at ksco underscore Kelly. Please, I can't say enough. Please actually send me a message. Let me know that you heard me on the show because I will then like send it back to Amy and it's really helpful. I don't know about you as a podcaster. Sometimes it's like, is anybody listening? <laughs> I know you were busy making your dinner, or folding your laundry or taking your kids to school while you were listening. But if you can send us a message and let us know what your key takeaway was, like, I always love that. Oh my gosh, you're right. That is the best thing as a podcaster to get those messages. And I don't know about you, but like I'm the one in my DMs. That is something in my business that I don't outsource. Like I want to be the one learning more about you and learning about what you're doing and how we can link arms together and support one another. Some amazing collaborations have formed in the DMs. So love that you bring that up. Kelly, you are amazing. Thank you so much for sharing so much value with us today. Thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with your people. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 